Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host and someone who is sleeping, Chris Mullet. Oh no, I'm wide awake. Look at the title of the episode. I got my second wind. What did we watch again? How dare you? How? And how dare, dare you? you? How dare you? I was right on the last episode when we started to talk about we'll this get there. movie. We'll get there. We'll get there. Where you're jumping way ahead. But you always say I'm wrong still, about everything, no. but I'm not. You were still wrong. technically wrong. Not really. They weren't naked. They should have been. There was there was no bare breasts in this movie. And that's the only thing that was wrong with it. It is October thirtieth, two thousand and seventeen. Happy Halloween, hashtag Halloween Creep 2K17, to you and yours. Um, we're back here on the podcast. If you're new, every single week we watch a movie. It's either randomly selected out of the box or one that's nominated back and forth by each other. But up front, we talk about our lives, talk about the world, talk about what's going on. The baby's upstairs. Once again, she's sleeping upstairs now. Um, so we're hopeful that she stays asleep. I'm gonna have to make a lot of noise because this is a podcast I've been waiting to do for a few days. We watched this movie about three days ago, and we've tried every single day to record as per usual. And we every fall asleep single on day, the floor at nine o'clock, which is what it is now. So I'll be passed out here in any minute. That's what Samantha was joking when we started. Was that? I oh, was, I wasn't joking. I was. I'm so tired. She woke up last night like at one one. One fifteen, and like she wanted to eat. My child's been eating like she's fucking Joey Chestnut. Just we, you did make her sit through the, the national hot dog, Nathan's hot dog eating God competition. Right I, did. I didn't make her sit through anything. I made her do her duty as a American being to sit and watch the only goddamn hero this country has left. If there's a Joey Chestnut anything scandal, I'm going to be heartbroken. Look, everybody, there are two people we can trust. It's Joey Chestnut and Tom Hanks. If anything happens to those two, shut it down. And sports and movies and television and music. But this podcast won't end because we've got over a thousand DVDs upstairs that we still have to get to. And there's nothing controversial about either one of us, so. Okay. What? Nothing. We don't. We don't talk about that. That's a different podcast. Do you want? Um, do you have a uh, correction from last week's podcast? Um, yeah. <laughs> How could you get this wrong? 
Thanks, Rich, for calling us out on it. Thank you, uh, Podfather Rich Camelucci. He should be the Podfather for Halloween one year. What? He should be the Podfather for Halloween one year. What the fuck is the Podfather? It's just the Godfather we have headphones on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and you talk like you can't hear anybody, but like still like Italian. With a deep voice. I don't know. I've never seen the Godfather movies. Anyway, uh, our MVP for Get Out was Lil Rel Howlery. Not not Lana not Lil, Del Rey. Not Lil Ray. Not Lana Del Rey, like I we were saying. The name Rel, like I don't know. We already it's like our, Lana Del Rey. Like. We already managed to get our Get Out pin. It's in the uh, it's in the it's in the Otter Box. It's in the Shadow Box as we speak. Two, four, six. We have eight. We have eight perfect ten movies in the box. Uh, out of what, like one hundred and seventy episodes? Yep. This one won't be added there. As you can tell from uh, this week's episode, we watched one of uh, Mullet's most prized, beloved movies. How dare you. Teen Wolf. And allow me to read the package. Read, read the package there. Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf. The ultimate high-definition experience. God damn it. What's a high school kid got to do to be popular? Just let down his hair and howl. Starring Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future, Teen Wolf is an outrageous comedy about a shy teenager with more than a changing voice to contend with. He's a budding young werewolf. (laughs) And when his newfound powers help him score at basketball and with the popular girls, he has some pretty hairy decisions to make. This is one of the ten greatest things that America has ever produced. Teen Wolf deserves... Every accolade and every superlative that my mm-hmm. mouth can come up with. What Oscar would this movie have won? Best fucking wolf on the van movie. Best supporting actor. Best stunt double <laughs> for Styles G White. Best of oh, those one. Are, those were le- okay. Maybe the handstand was a, like yeah, like the flips and the handstand. Yeah. Styles was on that van. Michael J. Fox at some point was kind of on that van, and then somebody from Family Ties called over, like, "Hey, can you get Michael the fuck off that moving van? <laughs> Hire a here. Here's ten thousand dollars. Hire some dumbass stunt double to get Michael J. Fox off the top of that moving van." Um, Teen, teen Wolf and I are like peanut butter and jelly, man. They just go together. I love the 80s. We've discussed this ad nauseum. It was just a decade of fucking dumb. <laughs> it's a dumb decade. But it just it just gets me. And 80 mo- 80s movies like this that are just so... I don't know the word for it. They're just the, like awesome cheese and they have these like amazingly like weird characters for no reason and these iconic moments i just this movie is the guiltiest pleasure i think i have okay michael j fox hates this movies i think you could go this is going to be off color but i don't care you could go walk up to michael j fox and go we like morpheus from the matrix you take the red pill and everything about your life stays the same as it is right now in 2017 and we remove teen wolf from your history or you take the green pill and you no it was longer blue. It was blue. blue you no longer have parkinsons 
Like, you are a healthy human being. He goes, give me that fucking Teen Wolf pill. <laughs> like, he hates it. He just doesn't want anything to do with it. He's like, I will... I can't blame him. I will deal... But, like... So this was filmed before Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. But it was released after Back to the Future. It's one of those movies. I think even, like, in some foreign country, it was called, like, Future Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Like, it's something ridiculous. I, I can't explain it. I think I, I saw it... As a kid, I think it's one of these movies that like my sister like had on TV and like laughed a lot at, and I just remember it. And so I, when I first saw it, I think I saw it around the time I also started liking basketball. The two reasons I like basketball are so stupid. It's this movie and Susie Q. Remember Susie Q? I remember Susie. The Q. Disney Channel movie with Amy Jo Johnson, yes, the Pink I Power re- Rangers. Yes, I remember Susie Q. Those those are two reasons I like basketball. Are those two movies? And as I got older, and I just appreciated it, and also I know like Bill Simmons, my favorite sports writer, like has analyzed this movie. Like, you would not believe it. Like, he has literally written down stat lines. Like, yeah, the Simon yeah. Pegg dude I kept pointing out. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't miss a shot in the final game. Uh-huh. Like, he goes, like, nine for nine. He puts up, like, a triple-double in a two-minute montage. It's amazing. Yo, how much money does Bill Simmons have? A lot. Way more than you? Yeah. So let him sit there and analyze this movie. Uh, because he's, he's dumb rich. And I'm, I'm, I'm dumb rich with love. Over Teen Wolf, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna discuss a lot like this. I buckle right, up. We're gonna, gonna we're gonna go in depth. Soliloquy, but a lot. I think here. I, I guess I'll allow you to speak now. Um, yeah, it was alright. But <laughs> tell me, this is a lot of fun to watch. It, uh, I mean, it's sure. It's so bad. It's like. Like some of these special effects and that was the eighties. It was nineteen eighty three, nineteen eighty four. Okay, still they didn't have fucking Rick Baker making like American Werewolf in London fucking effects. I Look, could tell. I could tell. The Michael J. Fox transforming into a werewolf. I mean, that scene. was bad. <laughs> I mean, that was so bad. And then all of a sudden, you At open the point, door, and then like. A grandfather wolf is his dad, there. His dad is a werewolf is the funniest thing. Like, he, that's hilarious. He looks like just like an old-ass sheep. <laughs> he doesn't look like a werewolf. It's like, it's like, son, I think we have to talk. Like, yeah, because I'm a werewolf, but you're a sheep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He looks, he looks like the sheep from Zootopia. <laughs> what he looks like. I was going to say that. He looks like, like Jenny, action. He looks like an old Jenny Slate sheep is what he looks like. <laughs> Uh, at one point, when Michael J. Fox turns from being a werewolf, he doesn't even look like a werewolf. He just looks like he just looks like an alien caveman, and it's just like, what the fuck is I know, going on? It was so weird. It was so strange. And then, like, some the, of the acting is so terrible. It's, okay. So bad. So let's, all right, so it, let's start. It hurts my stomach to watch because I'm like, how did they make money? Like, how did they get their big break? Well, I know why some of the acting was so bad because you have fucking grown ass adults. <laughs> You have people in there. Forty-year-old people. You have like some mid people in their mid thirties, playing high school, like not even seniors, like sophomores and juniors. I probably that's I probably, like Augie trying to pass off as like a high school freshman. I probably said at least ten or fifteen times. Look at that fucking guy, because the guy's got like a full mustache. I don't mean like like high schoolers can have mustaches. I mean like that guy hasn't shaved in ten years. That, he that, has like a five o'clock shadow at. 12.30, like... The guy had a, has had a 5 o'clock shadow at 5 o'clock for four years. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up... I'm just going to pull up the Teen Wolf film, and I'm going to pull up 
some of the principal characters, or principal actors. So Michael J. Fox, this movie came out again in 1985, I believe. So 1985. So Michael J. Fox in 1985 was 24 years old. (laughs) Michael J. Fox played a high school kid for 30 years. Well, yeah. When you're small like that, you can. It's easier, yes. It's easier. Yes. Um... Pamela Wells, the uh, the hot slut, I guess if you will, smart woman, doesn't have her age on her IMDb on her Wikipedia page. That's the way to do it. Uh, Scott Paulin, I don't know who he was. Let uh, me see, Scott. Paulin. He was thirty five years old. Are you kidding? He was thirty five years Kirk. old. Kirk. Oh, so he was all right. So yeah, so exactly. So uh, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was Kirk. Oh yeah, so he was the he was the villain, the main villain on the Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. He was thirty five years old. He They're, looked like he was 30, he well, had been in jail for seven years. Well, that was what they had to do. The character was that you know he went to prison, right? He's twenty years old. It's like, wait just because he's in his mid thirties doesn't mean you have to explain this guy is twenty. Like come up with something else. Um uh Boof. How old is Boof? Boof was twenty Eight. Boof was twenty eight. Um, Styles was twenty eight. Um, hold on. There's one I want to look for. How old oh, no. Chubb? Mick. Mick is the. Mick is the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How old's Mick? Mick. He's twenty eight. Okay. Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Yeah. Twenty eight. Yeah. So all these uh, Chubb was... That's not possible. ...was 27. 60. Chris, it's 2007. Oh, no, he was 28. He's 60 now. <laughs> he wasn't 60 in Teen Wolf. Maybe that's why he was sweating so much. Illegally standard, standing underneath the basket of the fucking climactic scene. Who's this Scott Paulin guy, then? Kirk Lolly. Why does that sound familiar? That's the character he played. Sounds familiar. Was it the friend? I don't. No, 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 because that was uh, what's his name, Lewis. He actually might have actually been a decent age. Yeah, he was uh, he was nineteen. Okay, it's close, you know. Um, all right. Anyway, all right. So the point being, they were old. Yeah, you have old. You have people approaching thirty, approaching the age that I am now, playing high school kids, and it's so blatant. It's so obvious. So, but that's one of the things I just love about it. There's so much, like, of that stuff that I love. So there's that. There's, like, every single time you see anybody of a different ethnicity that's just not white, you're like, oh, my God, look! Well, but, because they make them do breakdancing moves in the middle of the fucking hallway. First black guy is a player from the opposite team, and he's got, like, the big-ass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar goggles on. Mm-hmm. And Styles has to say something about, like, oh, I'm doing African-American studies, man. Um, we're in the shower. Let me see your dick. I don't know why, <laughs> why Styles turned into 900 Days Clay. But, um, <laughs> and then later, uh, when Teen Wolf is just like walking in the halls because he's fucking cool as shit uh, with some bootleg Andy Newman song playing. No, Randy Newman. No, but it was Andy Newman. <laughs> Not Randy Newman. It was Andy Newman. Like, he basically says, fuck you to the vice principal. Couldn't even be the fucking principal. Just the vice. That was, I think, my most favorite part of watching this movie is you, like, 
telling me what's going to happen, telling me all this stuff, and, like, you know, saying lines and things like that. And then when the, we realize it's a vice principal, you're like, wait, that's a vice principal? I've watched this movie probably 60 times, and it's never hit me that that's the vice principal. And then you could, you were, like, incredulous throughout the rest of the movie. And Where's the guy, real principal? He was busy. He didn't have time to deal with this shenanigan he he's up there putting running his, a school no or he's up there putting his resume in look all right <laughs> there's a werewolf taking over my school my time is fucking done i gotta go over to the next county hey, ain't you the principal of that werewolf school nah that ain't me <laughs> um but like he's like 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 saying fuck you the vice principal and he walks away and then he's having five and jiving with fucking uh dynamite <laughs> This guy has, like, a fedora and big-ass, like, MC Hammer sweatpants. And they literally are breakdancing in the hallway. And then he walks away and is just, like, dancing like any, like, 80s black stereotype background character would be. It was so bad. And there's, like, one Asian dude at the dance. Um, It's just, (laughs) it's so 80s and it's so blatant and it's so obvious. All right. We're jumping all over the place. I'm trying to make sure I hit everything. I wish we had recorded immediately afterwards because we were on such a high of watching Team Wolf. We really were. We wanted to record, but then we fell asleep. Yeah. Um, What did you... Was there anything you really liked about the movie before I just go from scene by scene and gush? We're not going to go scene by scene at this movie. We're only in 17 minutes. What did you really like about the movie? I mean, I liked it. I didn't really like it. It's your bag more than mine. Well, I hate to tell you, that means we have to get a divorce. Okay. Where do I sign? On the Teen Wolf card. I actually drafted up the divorce agreement on the back of it. So I've always wanted. Was there anything you really didn't like? No, I meant like if... That comment was so... Something I've always wanted. Like what? To divorce me? Over Teen Wolf, yes. If if anything massive in my life is going to happen, it wanted to be over Teen Wolf. Because it's important to me. You're a sad man. I didn't, I didn't wear my jersey during or after, or like now. Like it's hanging up. It's too cold. Of course, a cold front hits when I want to watch and wear Teen Wolf at the same time. Um, I liked when they were playing basketball. It was ridiculous. Um, I liked those scenes. It was, yeah, it was funny. Um, the basketball scenes are incredible. Cause it's you never see a full shot of that. Like you know that they're not playing. Like. The end you know. montage oh. of win in the end. I like consists, the montages too. Consists of four, the same four plays. Oh man, that was I. That was really funny. Over for me. and over like, again. That's the same shot. He just did that. The Simon Pegg dude gets six blocks in this game, and they're the same block each time. They just replayed over again. Some of the worst layups you've ever seen in your life to have to blatantly miss. Michael J. Fox lost five pounds. Mick is dead. Mick died immediately after the movie. That guy was sweating like he smoked a PCP cigarette while on a lie detector test about his fucking age. Um, Chubb's just throwing the fucking ball up in the air with sky hooks, ripping his shorts. Um, I want to point out, like, I think they're this down like... not fucking around. I think they're down like 28 points before Michael J. Fox. Like, it is actually... Imp- like, it's like Space Jam Impossible how this team came back. <laughs> Like, there's no way that a team can play that consistent a defense ever. Michael J. Fox is stealing, like, these, like, terrible passes. Guys are just knocking down shots out of nowhere. Also, let's not forget the earlier basketball shots. Again, with the Randy Newman music playing. 
of the most obvious fucking stunt double ever. That's where the stunt double was. They didn't give Michael J. Fox a stunt double to stand on top of a fucking moving van. They did it for the tomahawk dunking werewolf shots. Um, that was the... That's, that was also fun. Uh, I love supernatural sports movies. Like, we just wait until you watch Slam Dunk Ernest because it's like the same thing. Because they always have the same story. And they're like, oh, he's getting a big head. It's like, he's allowed to get a big head. He's a basketball playing werewolf. Why is he going to be... He's going to be, uh, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, he's going to be uh, nice. He's going to be not cocky. No. Yeah. He can be humble. That's what humble I was thinking of. He can be humble. Yeah, There's nothing no, wrong with being humble. No one wants, yeah, no one wants to watch Humble oh, Wolf. No one wants to watch Teen let, Wolf. Let me tell you, let me explain to you what humble is. Humble means that. When you're good at something, you don't m- make sure everybody knows that you're good at something. Something's dumb as shit. Yeah, Something's I figured terrible. you would say that. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen the beginning of the movie. So, I, I, beginning, you know, every single time he's like gearing up to become a werewolf, I'm like, oh, that's where uh, the opening of Finn Balor's demon entrance came from. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And like he's so it's you know normal teen angst. You gotta love the shot it starts with. Michael J. Fox standing over the camera, sweat dripping down. Yeah, he misses lovely. the shot. Mm. Um, and then you're just the usual bemoaning. Man, I wanna be different. I wanna, you know, be with Fuck the, this girl. the fucking hot popular, even though I have a perfectly cute girl, even though her name is Boof, with eight O's, as uh, Stefan would say. Um, you know, all about me. And he's going through changes, man. What's the first change he experiences? Is um, it... I think it was... Don't his eyes do something during the game? Yeah, like, his eyes become unfocused, I think, or... I think there's a hair jump... On... Oh, the long hair on oh, the his one... chest. <laughs> one long okay. hair. Let me tell you what about room. that long hair on his chest. I gave up on that mo- on this movie at that point. Okay. It's building suspense. So you have that. Then all of a sudden, like, he has, like, hairy forearms. His eyes get red during one play of a game where, like, there's a jump ball or something. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, his and ears. And growl. His Vulcan ears in his growl. Um, he starts getting, like, the sweats. Um, and then, of course, he goes in to buy... The dog whistle. The ki- Oh, yeah, the t- that fucking kid with the dog whistle. What a little t- tunt. <laughs> Couldn't decide to call him a twatter cunt, so he's a taunt. <laughs> Um, and then, like, finally, uh, you know, when he goes to get the keg of beer, you know, and he has the voice and scares poor bootleg Ralph Bellamy into giving him uh, a keg of beer after Styles, Styles, Styles G. White has no chill. <laughs> Styles really he needs... he has all the chill. Styles is just too much. Uh, did you know? No, I didn't. I could, I could safely tell you I didn't know. There it's was... a fun fact about this movie. There, no. uh, well, actually, it's a fun fact about the NFL that comes from this movie. No. So there was a professional football player. Oh, yeah, I did know this. I think it was a defensive tackle. His name was, like, Gregory White or something. And he legally changed his name to Styles G. White because of how much he loves Teen Wolf in this movie. Literally right down to, like, the Z at the end of the name. So are you telling me that you're going to change your name to Styles G. Mullet? I would love to. Do it. I would love to. Do it. Or I'm going to change mother, my name. Your mother will still call you Christopher. Well, then she won't be any mother of mine anymore. Uh, or I could change my name to Coach Finstock, who is the inspiration for my life. God damn it. 
What are his three rules again? Uh, what are my three rules? By proxy. Never get any less than 12 hours sleep. Okay, break it every day. Well, now, because of the, the fucking... No, before. Sh- the fucking child. Before. Never, di- never trust a woman who's got a dagger on her body, or mm-hmm. date her. One of the two, I can't remember which one. Date. And never played cards against a guy who's got the first name of a city. Mm-hmm. If you by those, everything else is cream cheese. You hate cream cheese. Come on! And then... It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's how you play the game. And even that's not important most of the time. He's just... He's such a fucking buffoon. He's a boo. He's, he's a buffoon. Buffoon. He, he just, like... I, I don't remember the scene where, like, Scott goes to ask him for advice. And he, he's just... Worthless. Yeah, when he first starts going through the change and stuff, he's like, yo, something's happened to me, coach. Something's going on. He's like, well, I hope you don't need money. I don't have any money. Maybe you could give me some money. Like, what? He doesn't do anything. Like, I honestly think, like, that guy's not a paid actor, right? Like, he legitimately was the coach of this basketball team, and that's legitimately how no, he No, he used right? to be a writer for the Muppets. Like, yeah. He's a, that yeah, guy. Okay. He was just being himself, right? Absolutely. They gave him no notes. They're like, hey, Jay, just go have fun, man. You're on the set for what four days? You just go do it, man. Just like do you whatever do you, you want. You do you. You do you. He's he. He's my MVP. I love Coach Finstock so much. I wish he did more throughout the movie. Like <laughs> he's fucking hysterical. Um, I'm I'm gonna fight for him really really hard later on. Okay. But um, I'm trying to get back into. What are things? So they go to the party. There's like 900 kegs there. All right, let's talk about this party for a second. Mm-hmm. So last week, I mentioned that this movie's far, far inappropriate, vastly inappropriate, because they said that there was titties hanging out when they're in this party, at the party, and there's the scene, and they're fighting with whipped cream and stuff, and you. Went off on me like I fucking cussed about you. Mm-hmm. And said that I was wrong and that that scene didn't exist. Meanwhile, at the party, there's two people wrestling around on the floor with whipped cream. Wearing clothes. Okay, but it was negligible and... I thought that I've only ever seen scenes of this movie, and I've only ever seen it on television. I didn't know if they put that on there, like censorship. This is a PG film. Because that's what they do. Oh, it's not a PG film. It should not be a PG film. Their ratings were a lot less stringent in 1985. Look, I'm about to quote something in the movie that's not okay, but just because that his best friend was better off thinking... Just because Michael J. Fox's best friend was more okay with him being a werewolf than a homosexual doesn't mean <laughs> that this is a sign of the times. He literally goes from saying, are you a fag? And Michael J. Fox is like, no. And then turning into a werewolf and being scared for 10 seconds and then thinking, oh, dollar size. At least you're not a fag. <laughs> at, least, at least you're not a fag. Is like one, is like such... Is definitely the black eye in this movie. 
Oh yeah, that's the black guy in this movie. That's the black guy. It's such a it's such an eighties like fucking horrible like like not having gay sensibility saying it sucks. But you know what sucks worse? Is that people still are like that. Well no, I know, but like that it's called out so like like Right. Big in, in your movie. face, yeah. There are, there are, like, a bunch of moments like this, like, that are just like, man, you couldn't do that in a movie anymore. Oh, because in that same... All right, so they're wrestling on the floor in, like, fucking... Whipped cream. Whipped cream. And then Scott and Boof, Boof, the little trickery, they go into the closet together. And then, like, Chubb's name comes out, and, like, he has to eat this jello, and he's like, oh, what am I eating out of? And there's this poor girl, there's, like, poor, like, ten pounds of perfectly good jello. Down the front of her shirt, and Chubb's like, all right, I guess I gotta eat my way out of the jello. And then Chubb's like motorboating this girl, but he's really just eating jello. Oh, he was motorboating her. No, nah, I think he was eating the jello. <laughs> I think he wanted jello. Like, especially now, with like, you wake up every morning and it's like, oh, well, what, what cinematic hero did I lose today because he ate jello out of ate... some <laughs> woman at a party 20 years ago, you know? Uh, and then that's the other reveal is like, you know, the wolf came out in him and he scratched, he fucking scratched the fuck. He fucked Booth fuck back it. up. Okay. Let me just say, if that really happened, she'd be pouring with blood. Those oh, yeah, were like, be... those were like third degree, like scratch scr- marks. Scratch marks. She'd be pouring with blood. That Those would definitely leave a scar. Yeah. She needed to get some hydrogen peroxide on there. Yep. And she just walked around like nothing happened. And no one. Well, no she was one, trying to like avoid people seeing yeah, it. But no one said she. Avoid people seeing it. Her fucking. The back of her whole shirt was hanging off. And there supposedly was blood pouring from her back. High people from seeing it. Nobody said anything. It was like a velociraptor had attacked the back of her. Yeah, it's a good and point. And no one said shit. Yeah. Talk about these sexual. Misconduct. So then he goes home, he turns into a fucking werewolf, his sheep dad notices, <laughs> gives him the talk. Um wakes up the next wake up the next week the next day. His dad just like tries to give him the talk, but it's not like the birds and the bees like you're a fucking wolf. <laughs> you know? Use it to your advantage. To and your then advantage. with great power can come some great responsibility. Fuck you, Spider Man, stealing from Teen Wolf. And of course he's not taking it seriously when I'm barking at cars, doing whatever. Um Goes to school. It, it was Wolf Day at school because every every class they're either like talking about Thomas Wolf. What, what fucking high school in nineteen eighty five talking about Thomas Wolf? Look, None man. of them. Yeah, they did. Um, the public ones keep <laughs> with no black people. <laughs> um, he just keeps like freaking out. He goes. Uh, the vice principal starts to notice. Wants to see his hands. You know. Well, because of the graffiti. The graffiti he was guy. Going to the bathroom. It was yeah, but all he knows because he's he's suspicious of him because he already's been made to like piss himself because of his dad. You know, however many years ago. But then uh, during the game, you know, it just comes out. And all of a sudden, we got a Teen Wolf on our hands. Big bad wolf as the. But as I the, love how like when he turns into the wolf, the in- meanwhile. Am I to believe that this school had never won a basketball game ever? Well, not but, like ever, but like but, in the season. But it was still jam packed. No, no, that game bleacher wasn't. No, it wasn't. Bleacher. There was a lot of people. No, there. no, no, no. Those in games, that game because no, be, they weren't because everybody looked at him, the team, and there was enough people. There was like maybe like forty people in that crowd, 
And then the next game, everybody was there. To. There was nobody there. They suck. And then, Michael J. Fox was starting on the team. And then he jerseys to the wolf. Everyone's staring at him. And then he just acts like nothing happened. Wait, one of the most underrated moments in movie history, it, comedic-wise, is just everyone's staring like, holy fuck, that guy just turned into a werewolf. And he's wearing fucking Adidas pants. Adidas shorts. They're right up to his fucking harried balls. <laughs> and he just stands there. And he starts dribbling the ball. <laughs> like, but, like, like, he didn't just start dribbling right? it. He, like, dribbled it and, like, sashayed at the same time. Like... Wait, no. He, he, he does it backwards. He does it backwards because everyone's still staring at him. And then, then he starts, like, Then the then stunt double, because the guy starts dribbling through his legs. And Michael J. Fox can't do that. And then he lets out this, like, blood-curdling yell, runs court to court, does this, like, sweet-ass dunk, spins the ball on his finger... Flips to the ref, and then he sashays back like, "All right, let's go, let's go play the game," and the team's like, "Hey, fucking hey, let's go play with a werewolf, you know, son of a bitch," and then they go to uh, Ernie's juice bar after the game. Mm-hmm. He, he pinches a he pinches a beer can with his teeth and it shoots everywhere, and that's what got the girl invested in him and involved. Uh, even though, all right, so let's talk about uh, Pamela and Mick's relationship. Yeah, let's so this, talk about this. So this girl is a senior or whatever in this one school and is dating this guy that's openly been to prison that's the the captain of the other basketball team. Let's just start there. Wait, who? She's doing this one-woman version of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I don't know what play and this, she's and doing. And this guy trespasses daily. <laughs> Every fucking scene. Excuse He's me, in Mick. a class. He's in the rehearsal. He's playing basketball. Like, he's in the locker room. Like, he doesn't go here. Like, it made me think of that scene from Mean Pineapple Girls. Like, oh, here's no. the Pineapple Express where, like, a where's Joe Latriglia's teacher character be like, hey, can I see your fucking hall pass, that, mister? But then also the scene from Mean Girls when the girl's up on the stage and they're like, she doesn't even go oh, here. Right. Like, this dude doesn't even go here. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, good. I've seen the movie, like, 60 times. <laughs> Is Mick really just sitting in one of the classes at one point? <laughs> Hey, excuse me, teach. My foot hurts. Can I go to the nurse? <laughs> like in Clueless, it's like you don't even go here. What the fuck's your problem? No, he just yeah, he just keeps showing up. Like they're in school, they're doing school activities, and he's just there. He is a year away from legally being able to buy alcohol as a high school senior, <laughs> and he's just hanging out on campus. But then, like, she's interested in the wolf, so she starts like hanging out with the wolf. And like suggestively bowling in front of the wolf, and Mick's there because uh, this is also in Nebraska, so small town. Give him credit for that. He's wearing his cool denim jacket that's basically <laughs> like I don't know why you're wearing a denim jacket because you're already rolled up past your elbows just to show off your fucking prison tattoo. What? I was gonna say something mean, but I'm not. Gonna don't lie. say it. Um, <laughs> and then like he, and then like he like gets mad that his girl was hanging out with the werewolf. It's like. Hey, no, you're fucking bitch then. Like, if you guys are dating, don't let her hang around a werewolf. And then, uh, tonight, the, when we watched the movie, it's the first time I ever understood this line. Because it's never said, like, what happened to Scott's mom. Did she die? Did she leave? Could she not handle the werewolf thing? You know, whatever it may be. And he says, like, yeah, that's, that's what happened to your mom. I shot her in the head and when she was, like, messing around my yard. And the whole time I was like, oh, so that's why I went to jail. He killed his mom. No wonder he shot him. I'm like, wait a second. Why would he be out <laughs> if he killed his mom? <laughs> he's insinuating that his mom's a dog because he's a werewolf. 
or did just a werewolf went into his yard at some point, and then Scott gets mad and like throws a bowling ball and smashes everywhere and makes like, hey, yeah, I got him. It's like, what? It's it's maybe one of the most confusing threats I've ever heard since, uh, or it was the most confusing threat on a film before I'm going to butt-fuck your father on the front lawn with your mother's headless corpse, which I don't think I forgot. We're going to watch before you go to sleep. Um, So then, like, they go to the dance together because why does, like, why do they break it off at some point? Oh, like, he just... Who, Mick and Pamela? No, like, uh... Scott and Oh, well, he... Because Scott gets some. He's... She she openly wants to fuck the wolf. No, yeah, she does, and she does. She well, says he's to him, what Confederate makes... army. <laughs> that woman has a really specific fetish. <laughs> hey, baby, what, 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 right. do role, what do you want to role play as? Well, I would like if you could be a Confederate soldier. Okay, I'm already confused. <laughs> but I want you to do me like a werewolf. Okay, is that like a doggy something? No, I want you to be fucking hairy and a wolf. Yeah. And howl. And howl. Um, when you come. Wolf come. Big bad wolf. <laughs> um, no, so after the bowling alley or something, like, Scott says, oh, yeah, and we're going to go to the dance. And she's like, oh, no, I'm going like, with they're Mick. walking yeah, home. Like, <laughs> she's like, no, I'm going with Mick. He's like, but what about us? She's literally walking us? with, like, two pounds of wolf jizz inside of her. And he's like, we're going to the dance, right? And she's like, no, I'm going with Mick. He's my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What about us? Well, he's my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, great. Cool. Wonderful. I she also fucked the black guys at the school. No, whoa! <laughs> what an accusation! No, because if she was into her role in Gone with the Wind, she wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Sorry. What was that play? There's nobody else ever shows up to do that play except the one soldier who they lost because they don't want... If, I mean, they got it to be accurate. You know, you can't have Michael J. Fox as a... You have to have a wolf <laughs> as a soldier. Um, so, Booth basically just forces her way <laughs> to the dating spot. But she wants to go with Scott, not the wolf. But, of course, the wolf has to make an appearance. Then they go to the dance. Uh, Michael J. Fox has a seizure on the dance floor. Look, that's not nice to say. Oh, no, nothing related to anything at all. Michael J. Fox can't dance. (laughs) That's what I'm insinuating. Like, the music hits, and he does, like, his arms are... Like an Irish jig. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) Exactly. It's like he's holding two giant steins of beer, and he goes back and forth (laughs) robotically, and then he does the most over-exaggerated, like, thriller claws in the air, and then everyone starts doing it, but nobody's in rhythm with one another. (laughs) It's because it's... A town of white-ass people in Nebraska. It's it's a Nebraska prom <laughs> that's being led in dance by a werewolf. That is the dumbest fucking sentence that's ever existed, and I fucking yeah, love it. but it's so true. <laughs> so then Mick's, Mick's angry, because I guess she just told him that, like, she fucked the werewolf. <laughs> How do you go back, kind of like what Tope was saying last week, like, you know, <laughs> at that point, you know if your girl's fucked a werewolf. Um... So like oh he punches he punches him after he's not the wolf anymore after Boof Boof is a stalker. Boof is a predator. They're Boof, best friends. But maybe he just wanted to be friends. I mean, you know. He kissed her. Yeah, cuz he was forced to. No, you're not forced to do shit. I'm just saying. Boof Boof's up to something. Her name is Boof. <laughs> um 
So when he turns into the wolf to retaliate, he's fucking claws the shit out of his outfit. And that's when Pamela's like, hey, you, you monster, you freak. It's like, you fucked him. Like, you should know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he leaves. The vice principal's like, ah, this is all I need to do. And then in the most badass moment, his fucking dad dropping that wolf dick on him. Wolf just, dick? Just comes in and is like, you're going to leave my son alone or this is happening again. And then, like, the deepest guttural growl sound ever. And you still don't know if it's his dad making it or the guy's bowels unleasing. Because <laughs> they both look down and it's like, did he get a fear boner? Or no, did he piss he pissed himself, himself? Or pooped himself? He pissed himself yeah. before. Right. So it was just a callback to that. But That's fucking yeah, great. his dad was just there. But one, I would not want my dad to show up at my like high school prom. And just if my dad's a, be uh, there, my dad's like, a cool ass shadow. sheep werewolf, then yeah, I would. <laughs> be there in the shadows. But, um... His dad's pretty badass. Yeah, his dad's pretty badass. His dad's pretty cool in that, and, like, when he's, like, like he's, like, playing basketball with Boof, but also he's, like, flirting, flirting with Boof almost, where it's like, look, if you ain't gonna hit it, I am. Like, come on, son. She also has a thing for wolves. He's just being, he's just being such a nerdy dad, playing basketball and flailing about. Um, so then he's like, can't be the wolf anymore, you know, I'm not gonna play the game. Styles just worried about his... Styles is a shitty, shitty, shitty friend. Just a terrible friend, not a good dude at all, not a redeeming quality in Styles whatsoever. Yeah, he, he he was funny. He's the life of the party. He's a funny guy. No, but I mean, like, if you're looking in the kayfabe situation of this, like, it's like Scott, what about my investment? Look, I got all these T-shirts and buttons, and it's like, like I turned the van into the Wolf Mobile. Um, well, he bought a new one. He traded in the other one. Um, oh, it's at the time in the podcast we need to point out that this movie. Uh, has these two great original songs, Bad Bad Wolf and Win in the End, which are fantastic. They paid all this money to get Surfing USA because it's integral for the two van surfing scenes and the most famous part of the movie, which we'll get to again here in a minute. But then when it's time for uh, Michael J. Fox to get ready to go to the prom and we have the montage of him putting the suit on and it's like blow drying his hair, we got the... Most epic bootleg staying alive ever. Like, they couldn't pay money. Like, it's the same beat. It's it is. Bow, 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 bow. But it's like a note higher and it's like loop different. So, it's like, it's like under pressure and ice ice baby. <laughs> Ours goes, dun 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 Theirs goes, dun 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 It's not the same. Okay. Mr. Van Winkle, you would think that. <laughs> um, it's this, it, yeah, that's how that that's exactly. I think the how... joke. I think I joked made like, oh, this is uh, "Alive I Am" by the GBs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's who this is. Um, so then, like, yeah, he's like, "Alive I Stay." He's, yeah, his uh, his fucking weird friend Lewis. That's the only thing I don't like about this movie is like, I don't ever get Lewis. Yeah, and like he was he's scared like, of him, hey, or he had a crush a wolf. on him. <laughs> like I don't know. Why does everyone in this movie just want to fuck a wolf? <laughs> I mean, don't you want to fuck a wolf? That was one of the scariest <laughs> moments of my entire life. The baby monitor made a noise and you're like, don't you want to fuck a wolf? And I was going to answer. And like static wolf noise happened. And I'm like, oh, I guess there's one upstairs. I should go find out. <laughs> She's okay. She's fine. She turned into a wolf. All right, we have a baby werewolf upstairs now. She'll be fine. She'll be great. As long as she's good at basketball, I don't give a shit. Um, that really scared yeah, that was horrifying. That was so it was horrifying. Uh, but then he comes back in the climatic. We talk about the basketball scene. Um, 
Mick breaks the basketball protocol and just stands underneath the basketball hoop as he shoots <laughs> the cl- climactic free throws as these poor white dudes just play the worst game of athletics. Not even basketball. It's the worst athletic display I've ever like, seen ever. Chubbs was the best player in that game. They win. MVP. Big celebration with Storms of Court. He passes by Pamela. He's got his girlfriend Boof. Some guy whips his dick out in the crowd. <laughs> How many times did I make you rewind it so I can uh, see? Three. It's like the biggest urban legend thing about this movie ever is as the movie's ending and like Michael J. Fox is kissing Booth and his dad sitting there just <laughs> staring. <laughs> <laughs> the guy behind him, like, he has his pants like unbuckled and like like zipped down. And like he's like playing with like the flaps of his pants or something. <laughs> and like I thought you were gonna say Something completely different. And, like, then you think you see, like, this little flap of skin come out. It's like, is that that dude's dick and balls? I have no idea. <coughs> it's, like, one of the most rewound moments, I think, in film history is the dick at the end of Teen Wolf. Um, That's hilarious. I basically, we just went through the whole movie. The, I fucking love every second of it. Like, if you ever want fun, I'm not going to put myself over heavily. Like, watch Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf with me. I fucking love it. And it's you always find something new and exciting. Um, it, it's the inspiration for... I have, a, I have a small list of sketches. Well, I have a very big list of sketches on my phone I've never done. But there's two specifically that I wanted to do for about a decade. I never got the chance to do. And one of them is related to Teen Wolf. It's Teen Rodney. And it's our friend Matt White who does like this really good, funny Rodney Dangerfield impression. And he's just a high school kid, which we can still obviously do the sketch. Cause I think Matt's like, what, 28? So it's perfect. <laughs> it's right in the age round right now. Uh, where, like, instead of turning into a werewolf, he turns into Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> and it's just Rodney Dangerfield, like, hey, what's going on? Like, riding on top of a van, telling shitty jokes, but just still surfing on a van. Rodney Dangerfield playing basketball. Like, it's fucking hilarious to me. And I'm going to do it before I die. Um, the MTV show is fucking blasphemy. I never watched a second of it. I don't want I don't want my vampires to sparkle. I don't want my goddamn Teen Wolves. Well, now you're not... mixing you're mixing. Uh, but it's the same thing. It's like things. that whole fucking tween MTV generation. Let's take a fucking property or just take a concept and let's fucking glam and girl it up. It's fuck that. Okay. I know I know they had a Styles. I know they had a Coach Finstock. I don't give a tip. I didn't know that this that there was a. A 1986 cartoon spinoff of this, though. There was, and there's also and a, a sequel. There was a Teen Wolf too, which of course Michael J. Fox did not come back for. You know who Teen Wolf was in the second. Jason people? Bateman Jason is what it says Bateman. here. I've openly avoided it forever. Well, I originally, actually, I think I originally had it. I had the the two pack Teen Wolf one and two, and then when we got Blu-ray, I obviously got Teen Wolf on Blu-ray, and I was like, I don't need Teen Wolf two. Fucking get rid of it. Have you ever seen it? I I have no interest in seeing it whatsoever. Oh okay. Um, I'm right now googling Teen Wolf penis, and just rolling the dice on the yeah, 30th anniversary defunking Teen Wolf's greatest rumor. Yes, it's the penis scene. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so good. There's so many things about it. Uh, anything else before we get into MVP and LVP? Uh, I think we covered most of it. I mean, we literally covered the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to sneak this back into the box. I want this no. to be like Pulp Fiction. I want. All right, so here's a new rule, or a new wrinkle I want to add to the podcast. So, each one of us, for any movie that we nominate, I do have one more thing. Well, let me finish my thing. Okay. Each movie that we like get that don't come out of the box, 
that we nominate. When it gets randomly drawn out of the box, we revisit under a gimmick. I think we already agreed we were going to do that for Pulp Fiction, because my mom wanted to watch it, because it was my favorite movie, and she'd never seen it. So we said, when it came out of the box, we were still going to rewatch it. So I would like each of us to get, like, three. Like, if they come out of the box and we nominate them, like, we still have to rewatch it, and we have to do, like, a gimmick for it. Okay. So whatever, so if there's any movies that, like... Like, if we pull, and it was a movie that we've already watched because we nominated it, we have to come up with something else for it. I want to nominate Teen Wolf for one. And when we do it, I want to do the, the Riff Tracks thing we were talking about. Okay. Just, I yeah. wanted to, I've yeah. wanted to do Riff Tracks for, for something, but... Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, I Pulp wanted... Fiction and Teen Wolf are the two movies so far we will rewatch for the podcast. Again. When they come out of the box. Well, I, and I can add to that list. I gotta go through all. Well, the yeah. Movies. Well, when they, we when it gets picked, if you want to be like, ooh, yeah, then you can just call it. Okay. What's your? Um, thing I you're was gonna, gonna say, let's talk about uh, how ahead of ahead of his time, uh, Styles was with his wardrobe choices. These great graphic T-shirts, man. I mean, people poo-pooed it then, but. Graphic t-shirts are everywhere now, and some of his were super offensive. What are you looking at, Dick Nose? Dick Nose. I mean, and you said um, on one of the podcasts, I think, or maybe it was in real life, like, imbecile is an underused... Dick Nose is a good one. Dick Nose is good and underused, and I'm going to start calling people that. Yeah, I I agree. I mean... All right, Dick Nose. Whoa. So, let's get into MVP and LVP. Okay. I think we kind of touched on the LVP. Um, because even doing like a one-woman version of uh, Gone with the Wind, she overacted or underacted in all those scenes. So uh, I think that it was kind of a recurring three- theme throughout this entire movie. Uh, whoever this girl is that played Pamela sucked. And she was so one-dimensional, and she was so boring. She seemed like she was just bored the she whole time. She was very much the air... Not, I'm sure she was an airhead in real life, but just the popular girl. And again... Yeah. Uh, yeah, she definitely... Probably be the leading candidate. Uh, Mick is horrendous. <laughs> Mick is so bad. He's really bad. That guy he, is though, so bad. Pamela retired from acting. She no longer does stuff. She's done like two, three things. Mick has done so much shit. You can't I even get care. through his IMDb page. But it's like, isn't that always a thing? Like people do everything they can get their hands on, and then they're still not very good. Yeah, like at least this girl was smart enough to get out. Right, like she knew. Like right get now, out. she's right now she's get got it, right now out. she's got a family, and like if Teen Wolf's on, she's like, oh yeah, that's me in that movie. Oh how funny. Well, Tiger will go better leave uh, insurance job in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Whereas this guy's like, you know, he's still living in his two bedroom apartment in fucking Santa Barbara, and he's like sitting there with a hand on his pants, like that's yeah, me and fucking Teen Wolf, my sweet prison tats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that guy's so fucking bad. But it's probably because, like, I love him because he's so fucking bad. Um, what about Vice Principal Rusty Thorne? Yeah, he sucked pretty much. He's also one that's not the best. Um, again. I think those are three strong. Also, also, he's not the fucking principal. 
Where... Where is the principal? Like also, where's the where's the national media coverage? Uh, uh, hi, I'm uh, fucking Dan Rather on tonight's top story. Werewolves are real and they're playing basketball in Nebraska. <laughs> we take you live to a basketball game in Nebraska, where this short little werewolf is putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Man, you know what? I feel like if... Although it's the 80s, so no one probably would fucking bat an eye. Yeah, no one ba- would bat an eye, but you know, I feel badly because I feel like they would have sent David Bowden out for this story. From New- Spectre News 13, here in Orlando. It's David Bowden's story, all right. It's definitely David Bowden's story. Ebeth isn't giving up her anchor seat for that. Despite its critical commercial success... Critical reception was at best mixed. 47% of Rotten Tomatoes, which old movies, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent Canby of the New York Times gave the film a negative review, calling it, quote, aggressively boring. Yeah. Yeah. When did this fucking guy die? Good, 2000. <laughs> oh my God, that's so... Because I, I was going to find him and fucking stab him if he hadn't. That's so rude. Um, any of the three are fine with me. For, L- for LVP. I, I mean, me too. I think Pamela was the worst of that. Okay, I'll give it to she, you. She was like... Lori Griffin. There. All right. MVP? Coach Finstock. I know you said Coach Finstock, but I, I really liked all the scenes that his dad was in. I mean... I really like his dad, The hard restaurant when he was on the ladder. It's not Michael J. Fox. funny. No. It's not Michael... Like, Michael J. Fox can get incredibly it's, whiny and... Also, he's a, he's a fucking teen werewolf. And we'll get into it, too, on the Back to the Future pod. Sure. I think I, I can already see, not to, like, pre-plan, but I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be getting an MVP and an LVP at some point throughout those three movies. Yeah. I think. Um, his dad is... I also always liked Boof. Like, watching it now as, like, an adult and, like, this, I'm just like, she is a little weird and, like... I don't know. I just... Like I said, like, she's a little stalkerish to me. But, um... I really like his dad... I fucking love Coach Finstock. The guy just... Well, I'll give it to you since I got the LVP, so fine. Coach Finstock. He makes me fucking laugh so legitimately hard at everything. I pulled up a list of his quotes. Where did it go? There's another one that he has like earlier on in the movie that's just fucking great. What is it? I have it here. Oh, at the beginning of the movie, he's talking about this kid that's, like, quitting. <laughs> he's, like, this is his whole story. He's, like, he's scrubbing fo- floors, you know, like, it's a horrible. what happened to me? He goes, I don't know, he quit. He's a third stringer. I didn't need him. Like, this whole long-ass story. <laughs> it means nothing. And then, he, so and then when also he's, like, well, what's the problem? Gambling, IRS, uh, drugs, IRS is coming down on me like there's some personal vendetta against good old Bobby Finstock. He's fucking. He tries to forfeit the game just to get out of the early deposit. Five o'clock traffic. He's amazing. It doesn't matter how you play the game. It's whether you win or lose. And even that doesn't matter all that much difference. That's what the actual quote is. He gets it backwards, but then he still doesn't say that it matters. That's the MVP. Jay Tarsus. I wish, just like Monty from the Major League movies, I wish this guy was in every film I've ever seen. Okay, I'm going to watch the three rules right now. There's three rules that I live by. Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who's got the same first name as a city. And never go near a lady who's got a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Now, you stick with that. 
Everything else is cream cheese. Cream. Great game there, Scott. A. Thanks, Coach. Men. Amen. How to make a video oh, called Google Duo. Tap here. Anything else on Teen Wolf? I could talk no. about I could talk about this movie for at least another hour. I fell asleep an hour ago. No, I think we covered it. I think we thoroughly covered it. Something unsaid. We didn't for performances. Jerry Levine also would be up there for MVP, along with the dad. Like he's just he's just, that's that friend character that just stands out. Yeah. You know that's just crazy. Uh, oh man, his dad does have the 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 best deadpan line in the movie though. He was like, "Yeah, so you're out of school early, unless that was another." Werewolf doing a handstand <laughs> down the street. It's just such a great deadpan line. It's yeah. like when uh, it's like in, I, I, every time I hear that line, I think of uh, Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. It's like, oh, what do you see out there? And he, oh, the the chill of a winter's morn, the, uh, the buzzing of Christmas in the air, and an asshole in his bathrobe dumping a septic tank into my front yard. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, just the tone of voice is just perfect. So, alrighty. That's going to do it on Teen Wolf. God. Thank goodness. Samantha, I nominated it. You score it first. I I derived a lot of enjoyment from this movie, watching you and interacting with you during it. If I had seen this movie without you, I would have probably fallen asleep. Excuse me, in it. So um, I'm going to give it... A seven and a half. There was... I think that's a decent score. Counterbalance it against your ten, and I think it'll... Look. Just last podcast, I was... Defending myself. With my scholarly goggles that I sometimes put on. To critically look at films. Mm -hmm. And make sure that I accurately give them the score that they deserve based on my enjoyment, based on the execution of the film. Um, and, you know, I've been giving out... I, I gave out Clockwork Orange was a 10. I gave out yeah, Get Out, it, which was a 10. Yeah, you've been giving out a lot of 10. Yeah, 10's a lot. Two back-to-back movies have gotten 10. Don't make it three. But I'm a comedian, so I gotta work in the rule of three sons. I'm yeah. giving this the most unironic 10 ever. This is a 10. Teen Wolf, more like Ten Wolf. <laughs> Am I right? Get the fuck out of hey. my house. Get out of my house. I don't give a fuck. Ruined a, a, three years of credibility. Teen Wolf, to me personally, is the perfect You raise it to an 80s. eight and a half. Look, I wish it was going in the fucking box, but you don't love me. So it's not going in the box. Uh-huh. The least you can do is fucking buy me a little... It's 8.75, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. 8.75. The best thing you can do is, like, find a Teen Wolf button for me from the original movie, mm-hmm. signed by the guy that played Mick. <laughs> I want a pin that Mick sweated on. <laughs> you can see the stains. That's so disgusting. I'm just, like, thinking of them advertising that, because it's not far from reality, and that's just so gross. Do you, want, do you want to own a Teen Wolf pin sweated on by a guy who was pretending to be 18? Sorry, 20, because he was in prison, but he's actually 30. Oh, Teen Wolf. Just kiss the package. I just kissed Michael, Michael J. Fox on the lips. I enjoyed it. You're gross. It's your turn to nominate. All right. 
So I always, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to find inspiration with all the movies we have and we can't do sequels or ones we have multiple movies that take place in the same universe and stuff. So it's difficult for me. So when I find an inspiration, whether it's an actor or a theme, I kind of try to go with that. So the theme I took from this was high school. So the two movies I'm going to nominate, which I don't think have been nominated before, are Grease. Okay, let me double check the list. Double check the list. I don't think we nominated it. You're good. Grease, okay. And then I don't think I've nominated Easy A before, which is that Emma Stone movie we both wanted to watch about high school. Correct. So those are my two nominations. I am going to pick Easy A because we haven't seen it before. Cool. Okay. What's your expectation for Easy A? Um, everyone says great things about it. I'll go hesitant. I'm going to go an eight. Okay. I was going to go a seven. Seven? Okay. So yeah. That'll be cool. the next movie. Easy A. And Easy A and East of Eden. We got uh, heavy E's. We got big E's coming up. Um. <laughs> Biggie Langston's. That's why I was, you don't have to say that. You ruined my Teen Wolf experience. You ruined my Friday night. What? <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> you enjoyed it. We're going to watch it again one day. I'm going to fall asleep right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Married with Movies. We hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed Teen Wolf. We hope you enjoyed your Halloween season. This was also picked because it was kind of a two for back-to-back. Kind of, you know, Clockwork Orange and Get Out and Teen Wolf fringe Halloween picks, you could say. <laughs> but we did it anyway. Um, ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and all the other ones. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave us a review in five stars. Helps us out very, very much there. You can also subscribe to your podcast automatically. Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio for um, bonus content from all the network of shows. You can also find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and send us an email, marriagemovies at gmail.com. Anything else? No, I think we covered it. You are an animal. Ow. God, I sound like a kooky Christmas dog. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were trying to do just then. I was quoting Teen Wolf, okay. but instead I reached puberty, much like the cast of this movie did 10 years before they filmed it. 15 years for that matter. People were closer to 50 than they were from when they were reaching puberty in this movie. Oh, man. As high school kids. Great. If that doesn't make you feel good about yourself, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. When in the end. I'm playing that whole song. Spending watching all the other 
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.